What? Throwing no his shoulder. I, I was, just, I was throwing a center block to see how, you know, how far I can throw it. And, huh. uh, yeah, it was not fun. Interesting Olympic <laughs> game. How far you can throw a center block, dude? That's such a man thing. <laughs> see how far I can throw the center block. Bro, and then no, you pull your shoulder. <laughs> Bad idea. You just look down it, at it. It, it like... was a friend of mine. He was like, "Oh, let's see how far you can throw." <laughs> you know, I was like, "Oh, I can throw farther than you," but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, he works out and I don't, so Jeez. that's okay. All right, that's my next anyway, thing. Are we live? Yeah. We sure are. Oh. We are live? Okay. We are. We are. Well, we're in that case, um, <laughs> welcome back to Verse <laughs> by Verse. Um, eventually, we're going to get into Romans 12, but I guess first we can talk about, um, I mean, how was your day, Alex? What did you get into? Oh, what did you man. do? Well, Anything I was just talking about my shoulder. Center blocks. <laughs> I was throwing center blacks uh, this week, but no, I, I think this week was pretty, pretty uh, interesting. I got to surround myself um, with a lot of people that are SAPDs. All of them were SAPDs. Ooh. All of them. There was like 10 or 11 people. And um, um, we had some interesting conversations. And I, I just like the fact that, um, you know, God puts us in places for us to just plant a seed. And I feel like I was just planting seeds um, here and there. And, you know, people got questions and I'm like, I don't have all the answers, but, you know, whatever I have learned through this journey in this past 15, 16 years, I, you know, I'm happy to share with others. But uh, other than that, I think it's, it's been a great week. Maybe. That's good. And and for Sweet. people that, um, yeah, I completely agree. But for, for people that don't know that SAPD is just our local police department. Oh, yeah. So, that's, yeah, yeah and, and I mean those Thanks guys go through it all, man. I, yeah, uh, I yeah, they, yeah. Um, I was uh, I really amazed at what the stories they were telling me, but yeah, they do, they go through a lot, man. I mean, geez. what they see, what they hear, what what they have to do, and like, wow, my respect. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. our prayers go out to them for sure, because I mean, yeah, they go through a lot. Anyway, Austin, what about you? How was uh, how was your day or your week or your Sunday? Day, week, all good. Uh, well, you came this weekend or last weekend uh, with fun. your dad and everything, so we had quite a quite a good little family. Um, Lots of church. conversation. Yep, had a campfire. You know, those are the those are the real conversation yeah. pieces. Campfire there. on the beach? Well, no, just just backyard. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're not that you know maybe advanced, but one day, one day, one day for sure. But yeah, uh, all going to church as a family. That's always. Uh, Always fun. So, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. What about you? Nice. Well, um, uh, let's see. It was good. Um, Master Sunday was is was great. Uh, Monday, what did I do Monday? Went to work. Um, it's just busy, man. Work's just been busy. Um, and I'm trying to learn, like, from a certain uh, church service a couple weekends ago. They were talking about when Jesus was on the he was getting crucified and he was bearing all this pain and shame and everything. Yet in the midst of all that, he was looking to others. He was like still focusing on others, uh, on others. Right. And so I'm like, I'm trying to practice that more. Like when I'm like just tired or I don't feel good or I'm getting overwhelmed by the job. I'm like, like, Hey, these are the moments when I got to kind of snap out of it and be like, okay, look around who needs help. Who needs help with something and maybe just share like a positive word. And just just try to you know be more 
like our perfect model of Christ. But so that's kind of one thing I've been trying to implement. But one thing that I, I did learn today while I was at work, someone was telling me, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but apparently in Brazil, like a few weeks ago at this, it's like this parade social media idea but he was saying that there's this parade where they basically were mocking god they had all these floats out with like satan on it they had like all this stuff they had literally a devil with a pitchfork and this dude who was supposed to be christ he was like stabbing him and like dragging him through the street during this parade and then the very i don't know if it was the next day or a few days later and you can look this up there's videos all over the place just look up like uh uh it was like a parade in brazil like it's demonic. And a few days later, um, they got like crazy floods that displaced like 1,200 people. Oh, and wow. then, and so then I was reading my Bible today after he that. And I was reading just randomly. Um, give me a second to find it. I randomly like started reading uh, Nahum. <laughs> Nahum. And um, on verse 1, seven it says or uh, sorry uh chapter one seven it says the lord is good a strong refuge when trouble comes he is close to those who trust in him but he will sweep away his enemies in an overwhelming flood he will mm. pursue his foes into the darkness of night and i was like thinking of course like noah's flood right like against god and hated him and he flooded but there's still floods that go on now and I think I just saw that like kind of happen. It's a perfect like these guys were mocking God. They were clearly his enemy, and they knew what they were doing. Like this was right. well calculated from the enemy. And God's like, well, I'm still here, and some wrath of uh, floodwaters, and uh, there's a lot of damage that happened over there. And um, you know, we hope the people are okay, of course, but at the same time, I mean. Uh, the Lord has the vengeance. So mm -hmm. I just saw that happen. I think I saw that. I saw that on it's either YouTube or Facebook, but I did saw that. I didn't know the whole story, but yeah. That's um, crazy, man. Yeah, that here. Is... We could we could um just bring up just some photos just to get a brief kind of idea. Yeah, that's crazy. I haven't heard of uh heard of any of that, but yeah, see. I'll show you. I'll just we'll just look up like images. Um like here's one right here. Jeez. Yeah. That's rough. Um like that's just like clear as day. Mm. They have um where is it? Yeah, I mean they just got Man. all kinds of messed up stuff, dude. Yeah, that's creepy. Like a lot of weird stuff. Um apparently this is nothing new. Yeah, look at this. Like, come on. Hmm. Interesting. They had this literal Satan float. <laughs> and you can look this up. There's videos of it. And I was like, holy guacamole. And then literally shortly after that, they um, and this was there too. Shortly after that, they got um, flooded. So. Hmm. Sheesh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure so they're learning. So the enemy is trying to make his moves. But um, of course, and then God's word says, like, God triumphs overall. And there's nothing that can defeat him. Won't, put him won't be mocked. Will mm -hmm. not be mocked. Nope. Shoot. That's one thing that I just wanted to share because I thought that was pretty crazy. And um, 
And of course, then you have the Grammys. At the Grammys, they had this big scene. Um, of, it was just essentially devil worship. These people wearing, you know, once again, costumes, the horns, it's all red and sexualized. And I'm like, man, it's just in front of everyone's face. It's getting more and more normal. I'm trying to normalize oh, yeah. all the evil kind of things. And it's dangerous. Yeah, man. I mean, the Bible says when when good becomes bad and bad becomes good. I mean, those are the end of times. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Well, and that's everybody. all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But praise God that He works wonders and He turns everything to good, right? So, I'm pretty sure a lot yeah. of locals from there they're like, "Oh, what happened?" Well, God saw that, and you know, He changes things for the better. So. Yeah, yeah, for anyway. sure. Hey man, um, all right. Um, do you want to jump into it? Yeah, let's let's talk let's talk about man this this whole chapter Romans twelve. Mm-hmm. I was reading just these verses, and I know last week we talked about living sacrifice. I don't know if you remember a little bit about it, but it was it was a great message last week. Um, do you want to um, do you want to provide just like a summary of the, just the past two verses? Just I mean, I guess a summary could be reading it, but like essentially kind of what we talked about from last week? Uh, sure. I mean, if I don't remember exactly, I mean, because I know, you know, when we're talking, but <laughs> I can right. read it again, but I know, I know for me, you know, living sacrifice, it was like living in, in obedience, like knowing that, you know, God's grace, like he, he wants us to live for him, not by thinking that our actions are going to save us. Um, you know, and by, you know, living a holy sacrifice, it's, it's knowing, like, just surrendering to God and saying, God, this is all me, this is all I have, and, like, here I am, use me, in other words. But um, verse 2, when he talked about don't copy the behavior custom of, of this world, is, but let God transform you into a new person. It's, it's we, we were talking about last week how it's easy to just, you know, conform or just, get used to little things like social media. I mean, I'm not saying social media is bad, but it can be something that the enemy can use you to confuse you, to put down in your, you know, in your heart and to waste your time. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that you can be using your time more, more wisely, but transforming your mind. Yeah. Letting God transform your mind. It was, it's kind of like letting God just, you know, do what he has to do instead of you saying, God, I, I got this. I, I can take care of this. And it doesn't work like that because, you know, we always go back to our, our wicked ways. Yep. But, but yeah, man, that was, hey, that was, it was good. Can we just talk about, you know, uh, demonic presence in Brazil, demonic presence in Grammys and, you know, verse two, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. I mean, that's, that's this is what we're seeing nowadays you know we're seeing this evil becoming good and uh in the end our flesh is driving us away from god you know um so it's about not not conforming to our desires but allowing him to mm-hmm. him to change us him to transform our minds that's deep yeah. you remember when we, when we were little i mean i I admit, one time I copied, you know, like I, I cheated. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, <laughs> you know, when I was reading this, you know, verse two, it says, don't copy the behavior of customs of this world. Like, 
it's a choice that you make based according to the situation. So if you're in a bad mood, you're going to copy what yep. a bad mood person would do. You know, right. it's, a, it's a choice that comes out of you, I guess, in other words. And I was thinking of that. I was like, man, I remember when I was little, like, if I didn't study, if I didn't, you know, if I didn't actually put the time to study for that final exam, that situation made me copy or made me just, you know, take a peek on my neighbor and be like, oh, what's the answer? A, B, C, or D, you know? But, you know, it is a choice. And we have that choice daily, you know, when we, we do live in a in the living sacrifice and when we offer our bodies, our, our everything to God, we're telling God, God, I don't want to copy the worldly way. I want to copy, you know, your spiritual way. You know, I want your will to be done. I want to get to know your will. But yeah, it was it was pretty interesting how last week was, you know, talking about that. Yeah, no, it was definitely good. Um, you should we should definitely go back and rewatch it. I know I will. Um, again, just to because uh, I know we had a lot of uh, the Holy Spirit gave us a lot of stuff to say about it. Um, but sorry, I had an emergency bathroom break. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Well, good it happens. Um, moving swiftly on, we'll go right into verse three. We're gonna only go through, I believe, just these five yeah three three verses right here three to five um mm-hmm. so i'll just go ahead and read it <clears throat> because of the privilege and authority god has given me i give each of you this warning don't think you are better than you really are be honest in your evaluation of yourselves measuring yourselves by the faith god has given us just as our bodies have many parts each part has a special function so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a lot to unpack here. But <laughs> as our name um, states, we're going to just go through it verse by verse, right? So yeah, first yeah. we're going to go, um, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. And, of course, this is Paul talking. Thank you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. That one really speaks to me because there's certain moments where something will happen um, or I feel like I gain some sort of knowledge somehow, whether it's from the Bible or something else. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, like there's kind of like this invisible um, leaderboard or ranking system I have in my mind where I'm like, Doop. okay, I moved up. and it's just that's just me that's just not that's not how it works you know what i mean like god has no favorites um and and so like and then also when it says uh be honest in your evaluation of yourself measuring yourself by the faith god has given us um i yeah i'm definitely not honest because if i was honest i would really I mean, there's a times when you sit down and you, you be be honest with yourself, and you, like times when you bring things before God and like like, hey, I don't know. That's when you ask Him, like, hey, what is wrong? Like, what doing that is falling short of you? Um, and anyway, there's a lot I want to talk about, but we'll get into it. Uh, what about you guys? What are you thinking? Just this first verse. You want an Alex? You go ahead. Oh, you go ahead, Austin. Okay. Uh, well, first, I like, you know, by the grace that was given, like Paul's already acknowledging the grace that he receives. Um, I think that's pretty, uh, it just, 
you know, always to remember um, that the grace has been given to you. And then uh, I think what I get from the, the rest of this verse is kind of the grace that has been given to others as well. Um, I think uh, the warning here is like to not really be absorbed in that in that pride, in that thinking that you are better than you really are, you know. And uh, it, it makes me think of uh, a verse in Galatians when it's uh, talking about uh, bearing each other's burdens. And it says that while your um, spirit led helping these these people that are, you know, tripping, falling, stumbling, whatever uh, word you want to use there, um, to not be tempted yourself, to be careful yourself, because pride can sweep in while you're helping other people to, you know, that comparison once again kind of somehow think you know you, you get prideful thinking that you're i guess a higher rank that you know ben <laughs> higher rank than uh yeah, your, your fallen brother you know and uh I, I, there's kind of that emphasis on you know warning once again of like watch out watch out for this this pride that can it's a sticky trap yep exactly and be honest when you really look at to yourself humble yourself really really look at your areas that you know uh whether it be pride whether it be you know uh, anything well, like, really one of my favorite verses that really speaks to me is in matthew about um you know don't look at the or don't focus on the speck that's in someone else's eye focus on the log that's in your own eye and, and then you'll be able to get the speck out of your friend's eye and it's like that one speaks to me because I'm like, man, I, I definitely have gotten way better. But in the past, I used to do that all the time. And I think this kind of speaks to that to an extent. Um, <clears throat> evaluating yourself first, because it says be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. Um, don't mm -hmm. think you are better than you really are. And that, of course, takes evaluating yourself and i went to this uh, young adults group last night and one thing that this lady said which i was like oh yeah this makes so much sense um i really liked it was like when you're reading god's word like the word begins to read you and it begun begins to expose you more than mm -hmm. anything right yeah. you're reading it and you're like oh wow like i do that or i need to do this or you know you feel that conviction and um, and so that's kind of where you get that um, that evaluation of yourself, I guess, or it it should be where you get it. Yeah, but, that's cool. Um, the light uh, uncovers the darkness, right? So yeah, exactly. The closer you mm -hmm. are abiding to Him, the more mm -hmm. uh, throwback the the more it reveals in your own self. Nice. Kind nice of the plug. closer you get to that, the more you you know you see yourself as a the worst sinner. Yep. There's a lot of things that we need to change. Um, I was reading the NIV version. Is there a way you can yeah, change it there? I think I can literally just this. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Uh, New international version. Um, it's amazing how like God will speak, you know, to us in a different way, in a different perspective, and I, I love that how we can uh, apply this into anything, and and it's also based on what we're going through throughout the day. Um, when I was reading this, uh, verse three it says, "For by the grace given me, I say to everyone, I, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you." Uh, you know, and like you were saying, Ben, Paul, Paul is talking 
to the people, right? And for me, what I understood at this point, it was like, don't be prideful, but be humble. Because it, it, it is easy to say, oh, I learned this something new, then I'm going to just like show it off. I'm going to tell everyone, I'm going to tell everyone what changed for me and, you know, what, what makes me feel good, what changed me or what changed my family. And then we start becoming, you know, uh, what's it called, uh, arrogant, or we start becoming like we know it all. But, you know, when where it says, do not think of yourself more highly than you out, but rather think of yourself with sober, sober judgment. And I was like, what, is, what does that mean? Like, I understand it, but I was like, what does that mean? You know, think of yourself as people who always needs God and God's grace or God's mercy. Because if you, if you live a life like that, like you always need God, you're always going to stay humble. You're never going to say, oh, I learned this. I, I, I've heard this 15 years ago or like last week. I'm good. Like, I don't need to hear it, but my neighbor needs to hear it. Like, it, it shouldn't be like that, right? But it says, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has dis distributed to each of you. And I, I think the word of God says, you know, in one of the verses, it's not this verse, but it says that the, the faith comes from hearing the word of God. And I want to talk about a little bit about faith because I, I don't know if you noticed, but the most faithful people are the ones that are most humble. They're the ones that are more diligent. You know, they're wise. They're graceful. They're, they're, they serve. They're like, they don't put excuses. You know, they're self-controlled. They're trustworthy. They're patient. They're joyful. They're, there's a lot. But those are the people that actually practice their faith. And what verse 3 was saying, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. Now, it doesn't mean that if somebody has a lot of faith, they're going to be like that and, you know, being perfect. But they can be somebody, you know, what, what verse was saying, so in Christ, without many form, one body in each member belongs to all others. But I think in the beginning, on verse 3, Look at what Paul said in, in the beginning. It says, for by the grace given me. And, and when I first read it, I was like, I just read it real quick. I was like, wait a minute. Like, this is important because grace, you know, people think grace is given to us based on our actions. Like, it's, it's not. It's kind of like salvation. You know, grace is a gift to us when we don't deserve it. And, and I 100% believe that. It's not, it, it's what we do with grace, in other words. Paul, for by the grace that was given to him, he warned the people, hey, don't think too much. Don't think too highly of yourself. Like, be careful because pride can come to your life, right? But grace is a gift that we don't deserve, but God gives us. And, and he also gives us faith. You know, what, what uh, one of the verses was saying, but... There was a lot that I was like, man, like I, I was I was writing down little notes here and there, but I mean, I I want to stop there and just let somebody talk because <laughs> then I'll be talking all night. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I completely. Well, I mean, the other translation it didn't use the word grace, but I definitely skimmed right over it. Um, I guess I was trying to get, you know, I wasn't like looking into it that much, but 
going back, it is definitely super important to remember that like God does give us this free gift of grace and it's what we do with it is what matters. It's like, do we just, do we hold it all to ourselves? Are we the, you know, we're the, the clays with this, this treasure and the clay jars with treasure inside of us. Like we have to share that, you know, yeah. we have to share the grace given us yeah, just no, as he sure. gives us freely. We should give freely as well. But, um, in accordance with the faith God has distributed first, I didn't really fully understand. Like, like I had an idea, but I was like, what? Um, he's talking about, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. You do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. For me, when it says in, in accordance with the faith, God has distributed to each of you. So, you know, you go through life and you experience different things that grow your faith, right? To just solidify it more and more and more and more and more and more. So if I, just a born again Christian yesterday, I'm not going to judge myself in the same way someone who's like you know been a follower of christ strong in faith for 60 years like we're gonna we're gonna you know have like a kind of a different standard i guess i mean like we're all chasing the same thing but like i shouldn't be uh measuring myself according to someone else's faith but to my own faith yeah and um and so i definitely because and that's something that i have done I'm like, dang, like, look at this guy who's so far, like he's been here, you know, but, or I I didn't even think about it. Like, man, I um, feel like I'm lesser than I am maybe. And so, or maybe I think I'm more than I am because, well, this guy, you know, you know, just got saved yesterday and this guy got saved, you know, 50 years ago and has been on his walk. And um, so I think that's, I think that's definitely important and very intentional in here to, obviously not look at others at all like envy is terrible envy is a terrible thing Envy and what someone else has in, in their walk with the lord especially yeah um, yeah and, and let me say something about that real quick like sometimes it can be easy for us and we're like dude i, I stopped this addiction so easy why can't you like you've been right. struggling with this for two three right. years you know but god you know by his grace he delivers us from that addiction right so let's say that there's this person and he has an addiction and he got delivered from that addiction. You know, is he going to testify God's grace upon his life and uh, and help others? Or is simply he's just going to say, oh, I did it. It was all me. You know, it was my effort. It was my studying, my exercising, my discipline, my self-control. It, it, that's that's not the, you know, the right way to do it. But like Paul said, for by the grace given me, I say pretty much saying like it was all God and I'm just telling y'all there's this, yeah. there is a better way. Right. So grace, grace is something valuable that when you realize where it comes from, you be, you begin to think less of yourself and you start thinking more of others, you know? So I, I, I strongly do love this verse because it, for me this week, I was like, Oh wow. Like there's going to be people and we're going to talk about it next week. Like I can't wait to talk about verse six and seven and eight, but we're going to talk about gifts. Not everybody, everybody's different. It doesn't matter, but we're all members and we all belong to the body of Christ. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Do you want to say something, Austin? Yeah. uh, Well, you okay if we just jump over to four? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to do. Yeah. On the same page. Um, Yeah. So, um, 
going with that, you know, uh, for just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. Once again, we're we're all given, you know, different different jobs, different uh, areas, different you know categories that we fall into. Um, and kind of jumping back, you know, with you know three here with verse three, it's like once again you can either be prideful in your part of the body or you can uh, even compare your part of the body to the you know a uh, more important I guess if you will uh, right. part of the body and you can envy their position where I'm the leg hair and you're a finger you know that's a big it's a big change you know but uh, <laughs> I think kind of the uh, the big this is kind of like a little summary of it, I feel like, in Romans 12 here. But the, the big one um, for me is in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul has a huge, massive uh, kind of the bigger body picture. And I, I like, I feel like that one of, at least a few of the verses go with this, just in the, in the comparison side of, um, he says, the eye cannot say that I do not need a leg. Um, and I think that that's right. like, we can't look down on the other body parts saying that, you know, if, if the body part is, you know, less than or whatever, I can't remember the exact verbiage he uses, but, um, I think it's first Corinthians 12, 12 through 31. Why can I get there? <laughs> We're stuck. What's going on? Bible technical difficulties. We're having a technical difficulty. Okay, tonight, so we're going to commercial in one. <laughs> Then we can do the the Alex we'll just, radio host. What, what translation did you have? Uh, any of them, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, but any of them? It's verse. Okay. It starts in verse 12, and really just read that entire. I mean, we don't have to read right. the whole thing on the show. Yeah, but... we'll read. We'll read. We'll read this because this is very relevant. About the human body has, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. We have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? <laughs> but our body has many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. Mm. And it kind of says the same thing. Amazing. But yeah, that, awesome. that's that's definitely speaking to exactly what um, yeah. we're talking about here. Yeah, Because, um, like, why would me, an ear, be, you know, comparing myself or, you know, judging myself a toenail? It's like right. we're two entirely different things, two entirely different parts. So it's like, you know, of course we're going to have different responsibilities, different um, – God's going to use us in different ways. We're going to have different ministries. It's, it's going to be different. And um, so I think that's definitely definitely very important. And I know I know the message is, you know, kind of with verse 3 too. It's, it's kind of – to me it's kind of leaning towards the, the pride part of it. Um, but in a way, I mean, yeah. for me personally, I could flip that easily to apply to myself for, I need to stop looking, you know, to the other body parts and just be my body part. I need to just, he put me there for a reason, you know, like why we're wishing for these other, other pieces. And it's, 
Uh, it's a shame. Uh, it, the grace has been given to me to be, whether that exactly. be a toenail or not, I'm cool with yeah. it. You know, like I, uh-huh. I just have to. I like how you said toe, you know, toenail. You, you know, you could have said a hand or elbow, but toenail, really? <laughs> I tried to get as low as, you know. Well, I no, mean, ben has said it. Right? You you have your yeah. no, it's funny, though. But, I mean, it's so true. Verse 5, so in Christ, we don't many form one body. Like, we all form, no matter what we do. And, you know, what God has given us by his grace we all form one body. So we, it's, when you, when you see it that way, it's kind of like, hmm, like focus on what God has given you and do what his will for others, I guess, in, in a way where I, I, I do believe that everybody has talents and everybody has different gifts. Yeah. And, you know, by God's grace, we yeah. sometimes we use them in the wrong way, you know, instead of using them the right way, we use them in the wrong way and we do it because we don't know. Like I, I know, and I'm going to talk about my brother right now. My brother, he, he's a great influencer, man. He's older than me. People follow him and I love my brother, you know, and I know one day he, people will follow him the right way. Well, that guy can go anywhere and he knows everyone. He, he just has a gift of like being a good person and he, you know, he would do anything for his friends. But I'm like, if he can only just turn it around and see how many people he can be leading to Christ. And I see that, but I, I mean, I see that with, with a lot of people and I see that and it's true, Austin, like sometimes we focus on, on other body parts. Yeah, exactly. We, we stop thinking of ourselves. Right. Right. Because when when it's talking, because right here it says uh, humble service and the body of Christ. So usually, ninety nine percent of the time, body of Christ is talking about the church, right? Mm-hmm. Like when when like the members, like it says here. So in Christ, though many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. And when it says here, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. It's like someone who, let's say, is an eyeball, right? That's a very 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 crucial part of the body. Okay, and I know it's kind of like a weird analogy, but an eyeball, let's say they have the gift of prophesying, and then there's somebody who either A, doesn't have a gift or know their gift yet, or um, is like speaks tongues, let's just say that, okay? So they're both, you know, uh, both a gift, and they're both very important, Um, but it's like, oh, well, I'm an eyeball, so, I mean, what do you do? And you're just a, you know, you're you're a pinky finger. I mean, you're important. You can go without your pinky finger, but going without me, it's like life's gonna be way harder. Mm. And so, I think um, that's a good analogy for sure. And right here in five, going back to five. So in Christ, we though many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Despite the differences, the drastic differences, like the difference between your eye and your pinky toe, <laughs> is gigantic. <laughs> Right in every way, but it like it says here, it is still part of the body, so it's still all extremely important. Yeah, for sure. And um, I, you know, we were kind of talking about comparison too, and it's like I I like just the the way that all three of these verses just tie together is just so anti comparison. I mean, it's literally just 
rather think of yourself, you know, um, judge yourself. I mean, I'm not obviously think of others more than yourself, but, you know, judge yourself. Um, and uh, I think that you can kind of, you just get lost in the other body parts. You do. Um, and I think also, I'm not a pastor or anything, but I can imagine that that leadership role is, it, it, you know, pride can definitely sweep in very easily. And you can, you know, being the head, you can you can for sure look down upon the other body parts. And, you know, again, this is just a huge warning, huge warning. Christ to is the head. Away. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, in yeah. Christ. So in Christ, we, you know, we're we're all part of this one spirit, this one. Is that in Ephesians? One one baptism, one spirit, one. Mm-hmm resurrection i can't remember where that is but um it's true yeah, i don't we, remember no division no division right. well i mean because as soon as there's and i mean you see it nowadays anyway that when there's division in the church it goes south bad man yep. i mean people lose their faith people lose their walk people walk away from christ and they just start you know hating on each other and it just the church falls apart just be of this because they don't realize this they don't realize that hey we're brothers and sisters in Christ. We are one body. And yeah. without you, you know, I am weak. I'm weaker. And with you, I'm stronger because we're in one body. We all need each other. We all have a function. We all have a purpose. Um, but we do not all have the same. I guess I already highlighted. We do not all have the same function. Dual highlight. So, but that being said, just because we don't have the same function um, doesn't mean, you know, one's more useful than the other. Um, so that's why we have to you know, think of ourselves uh, with sober judgment and with accordance to the faith God has distributed to us. Um, and yeah, man, it's just it's just sad to see that in the church for sure. That there's a yeah, lot no, of I mean, division, and not just at the church, man. Ever, anywhere you go, like at work, at church, yeah. <laughs> with yeah, the yeah, I mean, it's just the world, yeah. man. It's, everywhere. If, the enemy if, is attacking. You know, you know the. Before verse three, how it says humble service in the body of Christ. You know, when we go to church, when we read, when we study, when we meditate, when we practice, when we share the gospel, humbleness has a lot to do the way, you know, you share the word of God, the way you reflect Christ in your life. But what I want right now, when you're talking, Ben, I was reading the verse again and and I don't know if y'all noticed, but when we go to church, there's, you know, there's there's a pastor that leads us, that encourages, that shares the word of God, that, you know, prays for us. And we have leaderships. There is, you know, ushers. And there's always somebody that God is going to use to talk to you about whatever you're going through that day or the last week or the last month. And it's, a, it's about how you accept reality or how you accept God's, it's, it's like God uses anybody to tell you that you're doing wrong. And it's the way you want to accept it. You want to accept it with humbleness. You know, you want to be humble about it and say, God, I'm sorry. Or you're going to be like, oh, no, yeah, no, I, I got this. Like, yeah, I know what to do. Like, I, I fail, but I can come back up. And with with that pridefulness thinking that you got it. But I, I mean, my point is, there is going to be people like Paul at this point. Paul was telling the people, hey, for the, by the grace given me, I say to everyone, relax. Don't think too highly of yourself. 
And I feel like every time we we have fellowship or every time we go to church, we we speak to somebody that will lead us or give us a word of encouragement is how we want to accept that, that, that word of God, like with, you know, with a humble heart. And it's not just, you know, like, yes, God gives us by his grace so many things and, you know, faith by accordance, you know, the faith that by that comes from him, how he distributes it. But it's, it's not just about what we receive, but what do we do with when we receive it with it? You know, not just grace, but are we really practicing, you know, when somebody tells us, hey, you need to stop doing this because it's affecting your marriage. Are we really humble enough to say, yeah, you know what? I need yeah. to change my ways. I think, yeah. it's, I think what you're saying pretty much is like if someone has a word or someone comes to you and maybe you ask for advice or something and um, and they tell you and they give you sound biblical advice or maybe it's a word from god himself and mm -hmm. you say you think of yourself more highly and you're like yeah yeah you know but I, I think i got it figured out like i know what i'm doing or you know like you you basically just don't take the advice right and you just think like you, you don't need it or maybe um you know better even though you're going through this problem in the first place and but so it's like, yeah, definitely humbling yourself. And when it comes to humbling, like, man, that goes so far in any situation. Like you were talking about earlier about um, when you're going to just preach the gospel or something at work or wherever on the streets, you have to humble yourself to do that. Because pride would say, like, oh, wow, people are going to think you're or people are going to, you know, think of you in some way. I, I don't know how to describe it because it's not like they're going to, you know, most people won't thank you think of you as a bad person per se but it's just like this weird like um, the world is kind of judging you kind of feeling mm -hmm. and um anyway and it's like if we were to please man then we would not be you know followers of the lord so um the way it's important it's important to please god what he wants and if he wants us to preach the gospel no matter if it feels weird or gross or you know just whatever it is it feels unworldly you know why because it is it is yeah you know uh, it, it really true. is and um and it's awesome it's a good thing and we definitely have to humble ourselves to do that and be yeah. like well if i'm a you know if i'm a, a then i'm gonna <laughs> you know i'm gonna be the best front tooth i can be no 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 <laughs> Chat, right no, now i want to throw a little curveball here like for you know for for whoever's listening you know, what we're talking about here is humble service in the body of Christ is God will give us gifts according to his grace, right? What do you do with it? That's the most important thing. But if you only know, if you don't know that much about the word of God, if you don't, if you don't go to church, but you have patience, use patience and show somebody how to, you know, how you're patient. What do you do with patience or forgiveness or, you know, knowledge or joy but it's it's applying what god gives you so you can be light for others right so when we serve in the body of christ is using what we got not not focusing on what we don't have but actually using what we have right now and just doing our best in a humble way not thinking highly of ourselves thinking we know it all because we don't know it all i don't know it all and i will never know it all and i'm always going to be hungry for the word of god but for somebody that's out there that's saying you know what it's it's complicated for me to read the Bible. Well, you know, 
Maybe don't read it. Maybe hear it. You know, maybe hear a song, a worship song, maybe hear a podcast, you know, but something and, and that little something eventually will become stronger enough. Or where, your faith. Yeah, based on your faith. But but yeah, I mean, I just want to throw that out there. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that's really good. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, kind of like what uh, bouncing off of what you were just saying, Ben, um, you know, listening to that uh, to that either that call, that pool, the, uh, the being your, the body part that you were called to be. I mean, that is literally presenting your body as a living sacrifice. And that is Mm -hmm. humility is, is, uh, you know, it's, it's preparing yourself for that sacrifice and, and for that presentation of that body, uh, not conforming to the world, not conforming to your own, you know, Oh, this might be weird. You know, people might look at me funny, whatever. It's it's crucifying all of those and allowing him to transform your mind, renew your mind to be the front tooth that he needs you to be, you know? Exactly. And it's wow. beautiful. You know, you know you, you, check it out how it's in order. You, you go up a little bit. It says a living sacrifice, like it's pretty much offering your body as a living sacrifice, like pretty much dying of yourself. And then once you die of yourself, then he says, humble service in the body of Christ. <laughs> kind of like yeah. ah, a new beginning. Yeah. New creation. Awesome. Exactly. I didn't know exactly. <laughs> and then you get to grab your own body part. Die to your one body and then get the new body part. If you were a body part, Austin, what will you be? Go. To be honest, and this is, I don't know if this is humility. I don't know if this is lack of confidence. I'm a leg hair. I'm going to be honest. I am a leg hair in the body of Christ. Don't worry, guys. I'll let you know when it's cold. I'll stand up. You know, that's my job. Oh, man. What do you think you are, Alex? Oh, man, that's a, that is a hard one. I think um, I'll be like an eyebrow or something. <laughs> it's like, where do you even get that? Like, why an eyebrow? See, it's a, it's a it's trick not even question. a body part. It's just there to give you, you know, like it's part it's of the body. Yeah. It, yeah, God just <laughs> yeah, made so. by His image. Right. Like this is here for a reason, you know. <laughs> I, I I'm not sure the reason. But if it's not there, it's it's not right. We would look very strange. Imagine and me, you, and I, bro. You wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> like tell if if we had like any facial expressions. Like if I was angry, you would just see like wrinkles. Oh You'd yeah. Be like, Kind of it's needed. Understand. So it's definitely for facial expressions, like mm. understanding people's emotions. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Doing? I um, man, I don't know. I'm I'm leaning towards one of like the fingers or toes, just like I don't know why. I'm not like a whole arm. You know, I'll I'll be a I'll be like a a vein or something. A vein. <laughs> Yeah, we can go internal. Man, this, I'm yeah, a, I'm yeah. a, I didn't know I'm we were going colon. internal now. Okay. <laughs> I'm a colon, dude. <laughs> you would. You would. I'm a colon. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we're, uh, we're all, I guess, just in this humility part together because we're, we're definitely not thinking ourselves uh, too, hot, the brain. too highly of ourselves. Nope. That's for sure. I'm both eyeballs. I give me the nose hairs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nose the filter. The air. The filter. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, that got a little... Yeah, I know that went sideways. We got to keep it real, you know. Yeah. This is this is us, guys. By the way, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, important stuff, good stuff. Yeah. 
And then I guess yeah. we'll. Anything else? You guys got anything else on those? No, no guess... I'm, I'm excited for what's coming next. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Exactly. Like... Let me just read um, verse, I guess, one through five, just one more time, just to close it out, just because that's what we've covered in the past two weeks. Um, and then we'll literally end it there. We can't talk about it anymore because I know we're going to want to. <laughs> I know. I'm try Maybe just to. through them. <laughs> All right. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer yourselves, your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Amen. And we're Amen. getting to six and the rest of it, so stay tuned because that's going to be awesome. I'm, I know I'm excited. So Six through eight next week. Yep. Verse by verse. Verse by verse, guys. Thank you for joining us. God bless everyone that's watching us. And thank you, Ben, Austin, for this time of fellowship. I, I love this, guys. Yeah. For God sure. bless and thank the Lord. For the Amen. Awesome. See you guys. Right. See you later. <laughs>